0: Thank you. Tuesday. Um, this is recording number two. Yeah, because um, we're Pod Bros, a production of Sound Bros Productions. <laughs> Productions. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, everybody gets to miss uh, the last thirty minutes of record time that we had because uh, the computer and Microsoft decided to um, just not anymore. So, we just lost uh, all of our recordings. It was about um, 25 minutes. I will say this. It was freaking hilarious. It really was funny. (laughs) So, we're going to do our best to try and be freaking hilarious again. It did kind of take the wind out of the sails, though. It did. I feel like... I I feel... You feel flaccid? I feel... (laughs) Yes. Flaccid. Flaccid sails. On a flat pond. A nice shade of grey. It was a dark grey when we started. Still, <laughs> cleared up my dandruff. I used to be dark grey. <laughs> oh, jeez. The persuader's alive, Spike! <laughs> these are lethal weapons, these You got your mother's hands. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so, anyway, on that note, um, welcome to the podcast. It's Tuesday. It is. Um, we had a great show yesterday. We did. Um... What are we on? What? What? What are we on? Uh, the the internet. What on the internet are we on? The Webernet. What what exactly? The worldwide Webernet developed by Al Gore. False. Fake news. Lies and deceit. Uh, wrong. Wrong. False. He is the least talented person I know. So, um. By far the least talented person in the entire room. Right. Uh, if you were to measure him on a scale, zero. zero, 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 um, straight, straight lies, lies a deceit. So we, we, we're on, uh, um, Podbean
1: yeah.
0: and Spotify and iTunes and iTunes and Google, Play. And, Google Play. and YouTube. Um, but you know, now that I think about it, this microphone, um, is, uh, got a lot of extra noise coming through it it does and i think that's because it's designed as a singer's microphone it is as opposed to a talker's microphone it is um and so we should buy another one of those microphones this one's great because that was a great that was a great yeah that's a cad 10 great it's it's a gold gold it's a bronzish bronze bronze Bronze. it's bronzed it's bronze. we have this microphone bronzed (laughs) Why? Um because gold was just too pretentious. Um I'm pretentious man. <laughs> Next time we're going to bronze a ham. <laughs> was so a bronze funny. a ham? What uh, are you doing over there? I'm bronzing this I'm ham. I'm bronzing this ham. So um Yeah. Yes. So if you want to send us money so we can buy another microphone, that'd be cool. Well, if we had um, our if we had our uh, Patreon up and running. Yeah, we're gonna do that. When are we gonna if, do that? It's probably tomorrow. Are we gonna really do it tomorrow? I hope so. We might not have the Patreon up tomorrow, but we have some other stuff we have to get in order first. Yes, that's true. Also, it's January what? 14th. And I still haven't got my tax papers yet from my previous employer. Either of my previous employers, actually. Which is bogus. Bogus. It's bogus, bro. Bro, Bro. Bogus. Bro, it's bogus. Bogus. Bogus, bro. Anyway, you thought it was um, Valentine's Day because it was the 14th. Didn't I you? did. I really did. I thought it was. Val- I said happy Valentine's Day earlier, um, but you guys all missed that because you weren't paying attention. That's why I brought it up again. Well, wait, no. To make fun of you. I'm attacking the audience and you're not stopping me. See, he doesn't care about you. Actually, he doesn't care about you at all. I know that they can handle your BS. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I feel so sad. Um, and you look pretty sad too. I do, and I'm stuck to this chair right now too. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm um, not that fat. Um, give me those fat bucks. Give me those <laughs> fat <cooks>. Fat walrus. <laughs> um. So yeah, so we're on Podbean and stuff. Oh, Ooh, that was good. That was a good burp. Oh, uh. Roger. Anyway, um. May I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm running lines in my head. Uh, and going, Can I say nope. that? Can I not nope. say that? Can I say that? Nope. So our friend Andre, who will eventually be on the show one of these days, I don't yeah, sure. know when. Yeah, sure. Picture didn't happen. Um, oh, no, hope. that's all right. I'll I'll see it when I believe it. No, no, no. I'll believe it when I see it. No, no, no. That's not right. No, yeah. No, say one is right. People okay. in glass houses sink ships. Um... <laughs> Ships in glass houses sink people. I'll be right back after you get some ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, indeed. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be... Our friend Andre uh, told me the other day that he, he has a play idea, so we're going to be writing for what? another play. I don't know. He didn't tell me. He just said no, I no, no. For write, what? What does he have the idea? play idea for? What do you mean? What are we going to do it at? Where are we going to do it at? What is this venue we're going to be doing at? I don't this play know. Idea? I don't know where we're going to do it at. We might do it at this new venue that we're friends with over at the Prescott Vibe Center. They have good vibrations there. Good vibrations. No, what kind of play I is it going to be? Song. I have no idea. It's probably going to be a musical. But I mean, is it going to be like a. A musical. Is it going to be like a, a musical? A musical. There's nothing as amusing as a musical. Bright lights, stage frights, and a dazzling chorus. No. Continue. I don't actually know the next line. I know what's after that, but I don't know the next line. Oklahoma, where the wind comes, comes whistling, whistling through the plane. down the plains, through the plains. Oklahoma, set in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's cold out here. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. The newsies? I don't know. We should do something. What? I'm just I'm throwing not from some, the newsies. I'm just throwing stuff. Neither out there of the things night. we just did are from the newsies. The jets. Um, Wait, no, which one is that? The Jets Story. Story. That's West Side Story. I've actually... Have you ever seen West yes, Side Story? it's a great, great movie. I think I've only seen, like... I think I've seen it, but it was one of those times when you're, like, watching a movie with a bunch of people and you're not really paying attention to it. Everything's here in America. Okay, yeah, no, I know that I love song. that song. That's one of my favorite songs in the whole play. That when know, you're a jet, you're a you know, jet all the there's, way. There's no cats in America. There are no cats in America. America. Yeah, that's uh that's Feifel. that's Feifel. Great, great movie. Jewish um, mouse. I actually had to stop. We had to. I was watching Feifel when I was younger, and I had to stop watching Feifel. Because you were so scared? Because I was so scared. Because you thought you were a Jewish I mouse? I thought I was a Jewish mouse. And, and you thought the. Lose, uh, I thought I was going to lose my dad. You thought the. um. What are they called? The Nazi No, cats? they weren't Nazis. They were Russian. The Russian. Comp. Comrade cats, the, the Gulag was going to come and ta- ah, no, comrade. they were going to come and take you to the Gulag. So, yeah, yeah. no, they were. They were Russian cats and you Jewish know. mice. You're going to watch out. And they migrated oh. to America, and then they went west. Go west, young. Fifele goes west. Fifele goes west. Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> west. West. I laid down and went west. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyway, so... Uh, um, and if you're wondering, the other musicals that we just quoted were um, Catch Me If You Can and the... Wait, what was the one you sang right after Catch Me If You Can? Crap. I don't remember. I'm totally blanking on it right now. I am too. No, what did I sing? What did you sing? Oklahoma. It's from, from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. Sorry, Oklahoma. Yeah, so after that I sang Oklahoma. Which is from Oklahoma, the play. Which is not yeah. set in Alaska. Well, if it was set in Alaska then it wouldn't be called Oklahoma, it'd be called Alaska. But it could be an Oklahoma play set in the set setting in of Alaska. Alaska. This is a cold Oklahoma. Where the wind When they started was the first <laughs> scene a cold open. Wow. Huh? Huh? Uh, yeah? Yeah? <sighs> yeah. <sighs> All right, Judgy Wudgy. <laughs> All right, my honor. Not your honor, my honor. Well, Why don't you like him? him? Not my honor, your honor. Drop the respect. vernacular.
1: This ain't a doiby. vernacular, it's a
0: doybee. Oh, man. So, speaking of musicals, musicals? I was. Uh, yeah, we just, went, we just went over that again. It's my favorite. Continue. It's a musical. A musical. musical. A la 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 Oh, uh Yavapalooza. What about it? It's coming up, right? In April. In oh, well, never mind then. Hey, just so everybody knows Yavapalooza's in April. Yeah. We'll have someone so on the show think, uh, eventually to talk we about. We are. We are. We're gonna have our friend on. We might actually have a special guest tomorrow. We don't know cool. yet. He's gonna let us know Yeah, his, so. Um, on his working. Um I, I uh I was just I just came from practice from a musical that I am I'm actually not really a part of it, I'm just programming the lights for it. What's it called? It's called the Giambonis. The what? The Giambonis. God bless you. Ask me what the name is again so I can come over there and smack you in the face. What's the name again? I'm going to smack that <laughs> smug look right <laughs> off your face. Look at this guy's mug. Um, so what's it about? It is the, uh, the Giambonis are an Italian family that live in New Jersey next to the Sopranos. Oh, nice. And they own a used car lot. A used car lot, and uh, is that like a? Used they may have some nefarious dealings with, uh, with the uh, the mob, with with the uh, with the uh, mob, with that their mob, with the uh, organized crime, or as you would say, the mob doesn't exist, Jimmy. The mob doesn't the, exist, Jimmy. The mob doesn't exist. Let me tell you something. The mob doesn't exist. This guy, he's not part of the mob. Nobody. Just so y'all know, yeah, there is no mob. There is no mafia. Yeah. Nobody knows. No, yeah, you know. Well, no, they know. They know. He know. This guy knows. This guy. Look at this guy's mug. Look at this guy. He knows. Mug. Bingo. Scrabble. <laughs> enough, enough games. games. There there with games. you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's a musical. Oh, so it's good. based on a uh, on a play that we did a long time ago called "My Big Fat Italian Funeral." Um, loosely. Yeah.
1: Based base, very yeah. loosely. Very it's loosely, loosely. It's
0: basically. It's a lot of the same characters, right? And it's some a lot of the, of the same, same names. It's a lot of the same names. There's a few same scenes, isn't there? Or are There's songs? similar scenes. Similar scenes. And Nothing songs? is the same. Nothing is the same. There are aspects of the play that were used um, for the new play. Gotcha. But it is not the same play. Do not... Do not come to if you've ever seen the Fat Italian. Don't come. Do not come to it thinking it's going to be the Fat Italian. Because it's not. You will be disappointed, and you will be upset. Because let me tell you, I was disappointed. The first and, day of practice I was like, and we won't wow, care. Wow, you you totally just like butchered the play, and I was like, you know what? It's not the same play. And he changed the name, which is what you're supposed to do when you change the story. Right, you got to change the name it, so that yeah, so it's so people are not expecting the yeah. same play. Yeah, exactly. So. You know, unlike other people that, you know, name it the same thing and then give you something completely different that's not the story. Oh, who would you possibly be talking about? They may or may not have movies that they're remaking and butchering. Well, some of them aren't. Royally. Some of them are not being butchered. Some of them are being, being done very well. Royally butchering. but We might add. I, I will I will hold my comments on the new one because I haven't seen it. And I, when it comes out, I'll, I'll make a comment about it. But Wh- which movie exactly are you talking about? Because uh, I don't Mulan. Know. Oh, Mulan. When Mulan comes out, yeah. I'll, I'll make a comment about it. But I, I have a feeling that it will not be nearly as enjoyable as, as the original, as the OG. Well, and you know we you know we went and saw we went and saw Aladdin, um, and it was enjoyable. It was. Um, but it, it missed, they were missing, you know, certain characters, certain parts. Right. right. Um, and, uh, but it was still a, I mean, really, really good The movie. added comic relief was missing. That's, you know, that's exactly it. And then we watched Lion King and that was terrible. Wow, Lion King really was terrible. And it, it was just bad. It was just bad. They got rid of their Broadway style, um, villain. Their, yeah. Their over the top Broadway that's, style that's villain. That's exactly it. Um, and you know, just they've they've already started off Mulan on a bad note, in my opinion, because they got rid of Mushu. Yeah, well, that's that's what we're talking about, and and so we're talking about the missing character. And so because know. of that, I'm like, it's just, I'm sure it'll be a good, I'm sure it'll be a good story. It'll probably be a kung fu epic, you know, whatever, right? Uh, I I am I'm thinking that that's where they were going right. with it. The only problem is, is that if it's going to be a kung fu epic, call it. The Legend of Mulan, right? Don't call it Mulan because I'm going to come to it thinking it's Mulan. Right. Call it the Legend of Mulan, right? Which makes it a kung fu epic, and doesn't make me think that it is the cute Disney, a cute live action remake of the Disney of the Disney, yeah. Which is well, what, which is essentially what Aladdin was, actually. Except for they, they kind of dropped. No, let's let's they be, dropped no, a couple no, of the no. Main I characters. think I think I think that Aladdin is not a good example. I think a live-action remake of the classic story <coughs> that's much better would be Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, because Beauty and the Beast was, in my opinion, masterfully done. Oh, without question. And they, the added, the added beast, the, song, the little, oh. well, and the little, the little bits that they did add completed the story. Very much so. It made the story more real. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and I actually found out that, interestingly enough, the Beast is actually based on a real a real person. Really? Yeah. There was a there was a the village in France that they're in because the story takes place in France. There's a village in France where the oh, Beauty sorry. and the Beast story happened. Anyway, um, and there was a guy who was covered. He had a there's a condition where you grow too much hair. Okay. And he had that condition where he had hair all over his well actually over his entire body. Really. And uh, the 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 person who wrote the story originally of the beauty and the Be- of Beauty and the Beast, she wrote the story about one of the one of the ladies in the village fell in love with this guy and married him. That's fantastic. Yep. So it's an actual love story, and the and the Beast part of it was the guy was being hated, right? Yeah, in a manner of speaking. Yes. Okay. So it's you know it's kind of a cool, cool bit. That is actually it's a so, very cool bit. The cool bit. Um, a glass of ice-cold water. Mm. Sunday morning, go to... Mor- what is it? Sunday, go to meat and bun, and a cool water sandwich. <laughs> that's a dadism ism mm, you, you brought it into my brain. I did. Anyway. So what are we doing? A podcast. Oh, that's right. That so, was half recorded and then lost. And then... And, and then butchered. Although, we're doing all right. So, we're, it's not we're, bad. We're, we're getting not back bad. up there. Yeah. Dishonor on you. <laughs> Dishonor <laughs> on your cow. <laughs> that. I'm, oh, I just, I'm. I'm I'm going to miss, miss that. that. I'm going to yeah. miss that. And, and it's really funny because Eddie Murphy is now doing movies again. Yeah. That's right. He stopped doing movies for a while. Yeah. He, he had a family. He, he stopped doing movies and took care of his family. Which is awesome. It is. I it's actually, really awesome. there's a lot of actors and actresses that have been doing that. Yeah, George Clooney lately. did that. George, oh, George Clooney did? Yeah, he did that. He uh, he got married and stopped doing movies. This guy over here, he got married. Look at this, this guy. Man, look at this mug. <laughs> look at look at this guy's <laughs> mug. Look at this guy's mug. I know this dog. I know this dog. <laughs> it's gonna come to me. It's gonna it's gonna come to me. No, no, don't tell me. Don't turn tell. Turn your me. head. Just turn your head and pull. pull.
1: Turn, turn your head and
0: pull. And pull. Yeah yeah, look at this guy's melon. This is one stuck melon. <laughs> you can be out of that in no time. Forget about it. Oh man. the best. Wait for it. Aliens. Aliens. Oh, snap, snap. How the back? You, you can't, can't touch us. <laughs> uh we could do this th- we could do the entire show we of could just quotes from movies and and that, were, that are hysterical and musicals and musicals because why not because it's a <laughs> musical a musical, a musical. <laughs> yes <laughs> ah thank you for calling the the east East Upper Town, home of the renowned (laughs) (laughs) of actor Roger Dupree's Upper East Side Townhouse on a Tuesday afternoon Mm -hmm. in June. Who man says calling? calling, Oh, good grief. And if you know what that movie is, please don't comment. (laughs) Uh, Uh, good good stuff, good Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, Russian cats. What about Russian cats? So here's something that's there are no cats in America. Um, all these old is that a Disney? Is Five full a Disney or is it a is it a mm, not a Disney? I don't know who did that. I know Ooh, I, I know that I know that, that was um sorry, microphone. Uh that was what's his name. He did produced he directed and produced it. Uh Spielberg. Is, yeah, Steven Spielberg. Who is also Steven a Jew. Steven Spielberg. So I guess you could say it's close to home for him. That is that is true. It is close to home for Steven Spielberg. So I don't know who produced that, but it was very well done. He uh, he definitely um, he definitely brings around the whole. He actually covered everything in that because he covered the Russian the Russian expelling of the Jews from yeah, Russia yeah at the at the beginning of the twentieth century, and he also covered the whole Boss Tweed thing where you they know, were where they were manipulating and using immigrants who were coming into the U.S. A legitimate movie maker. Pause. Who did it freeze again? No. Double pause. Pause. Double pause. Unpause. Unpause. Uh so that uh pause a- a- was brought to you by By a saving just in case a the program crashes just in again. case it decides to do its stupidness. Alright, so what were you saying? A legitimate movie maker? No, legitimate movie makers that make a movie, you know, when you're you know, you, you get these people that ma- that want to make a movie about a serious issue. Right um and then you get these guys like Steven Bill Steven, Steven Bilberg Steven Bilberg Steven Bielberg. I'm Steven oh, Stephen. You Bilberg. may know my counterpart Steven Spielberg he makes great movies I make crappy movies <laughs> I'm Steven Spielberg. I make redneck movies I made a movie about a mouse once got caught in a mouse trap that was the end of the movie done it's a, it's what it is It was like 5 minutes it was lame um I just you know I I, I think what I'm saying is if I'm saying anything at all is um, you're under arrest. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. I'm sorry. Um, no, just just the ability to touch on a social subject in an artistic way and bring bring light to how bad or how good that situation was. For sure. Without pushing an agenda. Because that, spe- those spe- that movie specifically wasn't pushing any agenda. He was just telling a story. Well, and I think that's a a big issue with a lot of modern storytellers, is that they feel like they have to push. A, they have to push a specific issue. Right. Right. And what's interesting is that um, I watched an interview with uh, just to talk about this for a minute, but because because I feel like Star Wars wasn't pushing an issue and is now pushing an issue. Right. Um, in what regard? What do you well, mean? in in Episode Eight they they did the whole animal cruelty thing and you know remember that with the with the horse did big ear horse things that smashed through buildings remember that whole part where they are on the in episode 8 where they're on the casino planet yes you know that whole yes, it was just like that whole what what are we doing here on this planet what does yeah. this have to do with the yeah. story Why? oh you're making a political statement You're, about yeah. animal cruelty. Yeah, and that Great. and and that's my point though. But so so I watched this interview with Harrison Ford where he was Harrison Ford? Yeah, Harrison Ford. sorry, I don't know why my brain just had a blank on the name for a you second. You had a moment of blankness. Of blankness, yes. Um where he was talking about it was actually an interview with him about Star Wars episode 4. Episode 4, the original, the original Star Wars episode 4, <sighs> the OG. And he's sitting there talking about how it's finally not a science fiction he was talking about Star Wars episode 4 and he said it's not science fiction it is a drama in space it is a space drama yeah it was it was always it's always been a space opera but but what what i'm saying what i'm saying is that i watching that interview it was like this is what Star Wars is missing it's not is the drama it's not science space so he, he 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 tried to go out of his way to say it's not science fiction it's a drama in space. It's a, it's it's a issue of it's finally about the people. That's what he said. It's oh, finally about okay. people. It's it's science fiction that's finally about people, and not about the space and not about the future technology. It's just about people, and that's a good thing. Well, that, that's what he was. That's I mean, what he was is saying. That, is that what he's saying? He was saying it was a good thing because it was finally about people. Huh. Interesting. A Really interesting thought. And. I I think that that's kind of what we're talking about here is that telling a story just for t- just for the sake of telling a good story. Yeah, well, and that but it wasn't that I thought that's what the original was. That's what I mean. Star Wars Episode Four. That's what he was talking about. Oh, he was talking about Star Wars. Episode it's it's four. a it's a old interview. Oh, okay. of when Star Wars Episode Four first came out. Oh, and he I was thought, being interviewed okay, about so it. I totally misunderstood. I thought you were talking about a current interview. Oh no, no no no! An old 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 yeah, interview. Yeah, how it's not it's not science. No, so that's what he was saying. He said it was finally about people. That's awesome because and- up until up until Star Wars and Star Trek, it wasn't about people. It was about the science. It was about right. the fiction of what the future is going to look like. And even Star Trek had had a good portion of that because. That was what science fiction was. And and Star Wars actually went out of their Star Trek, sorry, actually went out of their way to do both. And really changed the entire genre. Star Trek really changed the entire Star Wars the entire science fiction genre and I think facilitated Star Wars. I agree. Because I, I don't I don't think that people would have really been ready for Star Wars if it hadn't been for Star Trek changing the mindset because up until star up until star trek you had uh what's his name um uh flash gordon right right and and a couple other ones like that uh that were a lot about the they were all about the science they were all about the future of science and technology and stuff and it wasn't about the, it wasn't about a, it wasn't a human question. It wasn't the question of humanity in space. It was it was just it was the question of can we go this far in science? Right. How far can we go in science? What what will it look like in what, the future? What will be believable? Right. Exactly. And and uh, what's funny is that in future Star Treks they even poke fun at um at shows like that with Captain Proton in Star Trek. Yes. Yes. You have you have uh, Tom Paris's character of Captain Proton, which is totally, you know, the same type of technology, futuristic advanced technology or whatever. But, um, so anyway, I just, you know, I, I agree that being able to produce a good quality story, that's just a good quality story that doesn't have to push push a message. But I think what's funny is that a lot of these people that make movies that push a message, I feel like they're doing it they doing it cuz they feel like they need to. I feel that way too. I and think I, that they watch movies like Feifel like like Feifel and Feifel Goes West and they say, "Well, this is they're bringing light to this issue." And it's like, "No, they weren't bringing light to this issue. They were just telling a story." Right. They were telling the story of the Jews being expelled from Russia and coming to America looking for a new world. And and what that looked like with, you know. And the reality of them coming to a new world and expecting it to be, you know, the the streets are paved with gold. There's no criminals in America. The streets are paved with gold. You know, of course, in FIFA it's the streets are paved with cheese and there's no cats. And there Literally no, cats, no yeah. cats. And so that's the, you know, this perspective that is not, you know, it's, it's obviously made into it's, yeah, a childish perspective. Yeah. But the whole point is the same is that they came to America expecting something. And they and they faced re- the reality of you know Boss Tweed and the these uh, these labor groups that were taking that advantage were taking of manipulating advantage of the migrants of the migrants coming and and both for the not just for workers but for the military as well. Yeah, that was during the Civil War. They were they would uh, they would sign you up. Yep, you get off the boat. They'd sign you up for that war. That is where three hots and a cot came from. Yep, it is indeed by the way, it's not a prison thing. Military. It was a military thing. And, um, there was actually a lot of animosity between the Irish and black people for a long time because of that. Cause the Irish were the main immigrants during the civil war. And a lot of them felt like they were going and dying for black people and they didn't like black people. Yeah. Um, the Irish, how far did we record before, uh, did we go to the bottom of the hour? We didn't. Oh, wow. we're still not at the bottom of the hour. Wow. Well, we still was... have another few minutes. Um, but they, they did, uh, there was a lot of animus because, Irish people were very racist. Um, you know, not, not, I'm not saying all of them were, but a good portion of them were very racist against black people. Um, and so it was kind of this awkward thing where they're going down there feeling like they were fighting for black people's freedom and they didn't agree with, you know, they didn't view black people the same way, you know, because of their racist, because of their preconceived notions, which is actually racism. Right. Racism is a is a preconceived notion not based on reality, not based on fact. It's based on a presumption. So technically speaking, making a statement about someone because you know that they're doing it, that they're doing something in a specific way is not racist. No, it's not. But we, but once again, we live in a culture where, where we change words, where we change words. And so, so anyway, um, we kind of got onto a deep subject here. We did. Um, uh, and that was over 150 years ago. Wow, the Civil War, the war to save the republic, and not about slavery, by the way. No, it really wasn't. That became um, the forefront, but it was. It eventually became the forefront, but it was. It was more it of was, an issue on the South, on the South rights. side of things. It was states' rights, and on the North side of things, it was about preserving the union. And it wasn't until after Lincoln was reelected that he made it about slavery. Yep. And you have the uh, 13th Amendment. Indeed. The abolition of slavery. Well, here's a fun story. But first, the bottom of the hour. Hey, we're Podbros. A production of Soundbros Productions. Productions. Popo G. <laughs> we are uh, coming at you from the Quad City area. Oh. The Prescott Quad City area. Did um, you know that hippos kill about 500 people annually? Yes, I did, actually. Anyway, hippos are uh, actually very violent and dangerous and should be avoided at all costs. Indeed. Anyway, um, what's your cool story? Lame. Wait, Lame. We, didn't, we didn't do the bottom of the hour. Lame. We just did the bottom of the hour. Podbros, Soundbean, Spotify. No, iTunes. we didn't talk about that. But Soundbean? What's Soundbean? <laughs> we're on Soundbean. Go ahead. Try looking that up. Oh, geez. Tell your cool story uh hang on I'm getting there okay. do it All do right. it do ready? it now tell us a story Are you ready tell us a story Half tell a us a shark. story go Half. now go tell us a story go i, 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 can, tell, I, can, I, can, I cannot i cannot function <laughs> under these conditions I'm wet I'm wet <laughs> I'm wet and I'm angry you're gonna jump on me <laughs> you're gonna jump on me and squash me like, like a bug, bug. Please don't jump on me! <laughs> Get a hold of yourself. Okay. I'm in pain! <laughs> All right, so half Too of a shark... Too close! Half of a shark washed up on a beach in Australia. Mm. Um, and people were like... I'm yeah, sure that something, was... Something big has had a nice feed on it. it I'm like, sure it was. that that was sharking. So mystery surrounds photos showing the remains of a shark that appeared to have been bitten in half. Nice. by another creature washed up on the beach in Australia. The image taken on Barbie Island in the North Morton Bay, Queensland in Australia's northeast, Mm. were shared on Facebook by the G'day Adventure Mm. Tours agency on Monday. The company wrote, Crazy seeing this on the beach today. Something big has had a nice feed on it. G'day Tours, uh, which is based in Queensland, said that the photos were captured on the top end of the island. Members of the public can be seen standing by the shark's body and its green its gray skin appearing to be slightly shriveled in death and its snout covered in blood. Interesting. Was it uh, a Leoplerodon, Charlie? Leoplerodon, It was Charlie. a Leoplerodon. It's, it's a, a powerful Leoplerodon, Leo Charlie. So I hate normal news, Um, quote-unquote. Yes. Normal news. Uh, normal news. You mean fake news? App, app, apps or web pages? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the worst. Because they load and reload and pause load and sideload. Because they have a bajillion ads on them. backload. Because people don't like news anyway, so we're going to make our news site even worse. Even worse. How about the weather? You want to talk about the weather while you're letting your Do page load? It. Okay, let me grab my iPad real quick. Doot, 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 doot. Doot. All right, so... Right now, it is 30 degrees. Humidity is 58%. The dew point is 17 degrees. There is a 4-mile-an-hour south-by-southwest wind. Um, The wind chill puts the temperature at 26 degrees. 26 degrees. Um, So, if you were listening yesterday, there was a chance of snow on Thursday and Friday... And now, now there is a chance of rain on Thursday and a slight chance of snow on Friday. Oh, uh, so, And then it's going to be cloudy into the weekend, and then it'll clear up by Milk Day. And then we'll have some more rain next week. So you can thank all of the increased precipitation on El Nino. El Nino. Because we are in a very strong El Nino year, which is part of the reason why Australia is on fire right now. Um, Also, part of the reason Australia is on fire right now is the same reason why California burns every year, and it's it's because they don't take care of their land. Yeah. Um, I was reading an article about uh, the native practices, the uh, indigenous practices. By the way, this is not a political issue. This is a you're stupid issue. It is. It really is. Actually, you could say this is a religious issue. Because as, as Christians... Oh, because they are worshipping the trees. No, yeah, because they're worshipping trees. And as Christians, our job is to, you know... the, the Dad gum vegans? No, they're, you know, no, the no, the right, in, in Genesis it says, you know, cover the whole earth and subdue it. Yeah, exactly. And we're supposed to be caretakers of the earth. And yeah. part of caretaking is that you have to do some trimming and pruning and burning. Indeed. That's why they call it a prescribed burn. The uh, Actually, the, the way it's been described, I, mean, I have a friend who's in the Forest Service and he describes a, a prescribed burn is the reason they use the term prescribed is because they're essentially like a doctor and the forest is a patient. And just like humans need to burn some fat, every once in a while the forest needs to burn some of its underbrush out. And so the burn is a prescribed burn. It's a prescription to keep the forest healthy. And so how do they do that? What do they do? they, like, mark off a, an so they, area? So what or... they'll do is they'll actually pick sections of the forest once the forest is healthy, so, so this is part of the problem is that if the forest is not taken care of, they have to go through and do serious burning and cutting. They have right. to cut down trees and burn stuff. Um and it takes years and years and Which years. Which is to what get... we've had to been this is Yeah, we've, we've been we've dealing with doing. it. No, we've been dealing with it actually for about twenty five years now. Yeah, but we, we had a we had a lull there where we weren't allowed to do prescribed burning. Yes, we weren't allowed to do anything and it was causing serious problems. Um Go ahead and mute that for a second. Okay. okay. And uh it, it, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so we've been, we've actually, here in Arizona, we've been working seriously on, on doing prescribed burns, so specifically in the local area. I know that there's been some issues up on the rim, on the Grand Canyon, where they haven't been doing prescribed burns. And if the whole thing, if there's a fire, the whole thing will light up and it'll be really bad. Um, but I was reading about Australia and they don't do anything. Anything at all? At all. And so, they are. I mean, they are losing acres and acres and acres of forest. Um, I, I don't remember exactly what the number was. Like thirty, like thirty thousand acres or something crazy, ridiculous like that. Um, but it's it is the it is the exact same issue as California, where they just you you have to take care of your forest. Yeah, it's a nice, beautiful forest, and you don't want to smell smoke all the time. But I would say rather smell smoke one month of the year or two months of the year than have the entire forest and half the houses burned down. Right? Agreed. And uh, I just, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, this is a no-brainer for me. I don't know what's wrong with you guys, but it's a no-brainer for me, you know. Emotion. Yeah, that's it. That, that's that's really a big part of it is that, you know. Well, no, it's, it's inconvenience because we do prescribe burns here. And it's inconvenient because it smells like smoke all, all, all the time. You know, every afternoon at 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it smells like smoke. But better that than the entire forest burning down, right? Indeed. And uh, and uh, so, you know, I, I prefer that personally. I really do. And um, the land actually prefers it. The land is much healthier. I mean, there are regular burns, um, and uh, so anyway, yeah, that's the uh, the El Nino. That is what that is all about. So, um, and which I think I've, I've explained the El Nino in the past on the show. So, um, <clears throat> I do believe you have. Yeah. So we won't we won't bore people. No, with I that. I definitely think I think the issue when it comes to anything that is um, basic logic. Um, basically logical and scientific um, is. Uh, you seem louder than you were. Um, I don't is, know. Whatever. Who cares? It's it's this mic. That's what I'm saying. The amount of just buzzing, the Whatever. humming sound. Anyway, finish background. what you were saying. I'm sorry, I interrupted your statement. Um, just just anything that anything that comes down to. Uh, um, Uh, logical, logical progression. So, I'm going to get quote unquote right political for a moment. Um, okay. So you have, uh, we'll use the EPA right, Environmental Protection Agency for okay. a moment. Right. So you have the prescribed burns. You right. have climate which is not change. which is not. You have climate change. You have control burns. You have um, control burns don't exist anymore. But continue. Um, you know you have all of these different things, and you and you get an entire group of people that are uh um just upset at something that they were told to be upset at I right. think is what it comes right. down to um because every time I've ever had a conversation with somebody when they're like like you said, it's convenience, yes, but you know to be you are you're being inconvenienced, but the other side of it too is not so much the inconvenience as much as it is as it is the um, the lack of logic that goes along with it. Because yes it's inconvenient to have the smoke in the air but at the same time, when you sit down and you have a conversation with these people and you say look, um, what would you rather? Would you rather the lightning strike or somebody accidentally light a fire and burn the entire forest down and half the city and put you out of a place to live? Or would you like the forest service to go in and uh, burn some under underbrush around here and there, create defensible space, um, and keep the forest healthy, right? So that you, because most of the people that I've ever met, right, that are um, the environmentalist type or 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 the you know the the uh, the nature. I, I mean, I'm trying not to use derogatory terms, but like the nature loving you know type of people, um, in, in an unhealthy way, right? Um, are people who like you know they don't want to do prescribed burns and they like to go hiking right, right. um and they like well, to go and they into always the they always argue well we're going to interrupt the the natural habitat you know the all the insects and all the all the animals are going to right they they're not going to their homes are going to be burned out and it's like this this is what's happening in Australia right now is that there's nothing and they're progi- they're they're estimating that thousands upon thousands of animals have been killed in these fires already Already, already in yeah, the fire, they're already dead. Because because they can't go anywhere. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. Um, this is what happens when you don't manage your forest. Yeah. Because you have environmental protection. Um. Well, and and which, Australia, which is a which is a farce in and of itself. Australia has has notoriously moved <laughs> towards the, I guess you could say, in the American perspective, the more liberal side of things, in that they, you know. They ban guns and they – feel, I feel like all of these things go together. Like there's a whole slew of things that all go together. Restricting freedom of speech, restricting gun rights, yep. restricting all of these things. And then at the same time, you have these logical fallacies that, that form. Like if we don't do prescribed burns, it's healthy for the forest. It's like, no, the forest needs to burn. Well and that and that's what I was going to say is 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 that I've heard that argument as well. We've discussed that. Right. Um the natural progression of nature. Um, nature, is, nature but let's, is but let's talk let, let, let's talk about the let's natural be progression of nature. Nature is a piece of crap and I destroy stuff all it the time. It does all the time. And if you like let's use our area for example. Yeah. So if you go in the trees in Prescott in the in the in the high pine forest that we right. have here. Mm-hmm. Um and we had a we had a fire a number of years ago. Mhm. Um, The Prescott Rim Fire. The Prescott Rim Fire, and it burned so much stuff down. And that was at that point that they said, "Okay, yeah, we're not, um, we're not no longer doing prescribed." It was actually more of a, "We don't care what you think anymore." And we're doing it it." anyway. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, And now we don't have those fires anymore. Well, I mean, we had the Grand Canyon, the or the Granite Mountain Fire, and the and the Yarnell Fire, which you know was connected to the nineteen. Um, but Fire at the fighters, same but, but at the same time both of those um were not nearly as bad as as the rimfire they were also not nearly as bad as they could have been that's that's what i mean i mean they 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 were just definitely they were not as bad and so um but if you look in history at the trees and all the stuff um, you can see uh that um through prescott every what was it Every two years. Every two Maybe years. We've talked about this on the show as well. Every two years, there is a there is fire scars. There fire are fire scars, scars that burn through the trees, mm-hmm. um, and it is believed that the natives started them and let them burn yeah, through the just, trees. They were let well, and, and this is actually what they do now. Um, especially they they've been working a lot on the areas around Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And what they'll do is they'll go in, and they'll uh, they'll just light the floor, the forest floor, on fire, and just. Because it doesn't burn super hot, and it it's it's a it's a low it's a low slow burn, low heat slow burn, Um, and it burns out what's called uh, stair step, uh, the one of the terms is stair step fuels. Okay. And what a stair step fuel is is that a tree is made out of wood, right? And so there are good portions of it that are flammable, just in general, right? Of course, yeah, yeah, branches and and uh, the the pine needles. Yeah, they very, irregularly very shed pine needles because they're evergreen-type trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so those are very flammable. Well, if you've ever seen a pine tree, you know that those branches don't grow close to the ground. No, they don't. They grow up. And so what stair-step fuels do is get the flames up to up those to branches. the top, and then the whole tree lights on fire, and then you lose a stand. And it takes about 100 years to replace a stand. Really? So those those stands, those, you go into the, you know, you go up. Uh, what's that road uh, by Lynx Lake? Walker. Walker. You go up Walker. You see those trees on the side of the road? Yeah. Those are hundred year old trees. It takes a, it takes fifty to hundred years to replace those trees. Wow. Yeah. So that's why the that's why the Rim Fire was so bad. Uh, yeah, that's why it was such a big deal because and, and now if you drive and through and there. twenty years ago, right? Now you can start seeing some of the some of the the they've gone in and they've replanted some of those trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you can see the young trees in there, but they're only twenty years old. And, or and I, I think actually it's maybe only fifteen. No, it was it was two thousand. Was it two thousand two? I think two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah, so twenty. Wow, twenty years. So it was, it was about twenty years. We're old, bro. Yeah, thank you. I'm old. Um, but I mean, you can still you can drive through certain areas. You're there are still areas so young and spread. There are there are still areas. There are, actually there are areas around Flagstaff. There are, you drive up past Yarnell, and you can see. It's hard to see now because life life is growth. And so the 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 grass will grow in underneath where the fire burned out, but you can still see this was a swath of trees that is gone. That is gone. Yeah, it's just empty. It's just empty of trees. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it's 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 sad to see because it's like one of one of the great things about living in the Prescott area is that we don't live in the desert. Right. We live in high grasslands, and we have great forests in Prescott. I mean, they are nothing like. They're nothing like East Coast forests, but I mean, it's still. Uh, we've I've well, gone out. We, I've gone we, out when we went back east. Those forests are pretty cool. Yeah, I, but I mean, I've I've gone out into the woods in Pres in the Prescott area, and it's it is just like being out in the woods anywhere else. Yeah, well, it's the woods. It's the woods, but there's it's also that, the unique warm, high, But there's that unique high pine forest here. That too. is true. Um that we is true. Are, I think we're the only place in the nation, right? Is the high the, the high pine here? Yeah, actually there's more this of, plateau that goes up into the flag. There's and, more pine trees. Our our specific genome pon, of pine trees. Ponderosa tree. pine. Ponderosa the pine. ponderosa pine. There are more ponderosa pine between the border of New Mexico and California, which is Arizona. Yep. Than anywhere else in the world. That's so cool. Um, and if you've never, if you've never been into the pine forest or you've never been up like Oak Creek Canyon, it's pretty cool. It's pretty or, awesome. or out Mount, uh, uh, what is that one? Uh, up Black Canyon highway, Black Canyon highway. Yep. What is that mountain over there? Uh, granite? No. Classford. No, no, no. It's the, it's the tallest mountain in Arizona. It's something like, well, not the tallest mountain. It's the tallest mountain in Yavapai County. Sorry. The one on the backside of PV, but do no, no, know. no, not the one on the backside of PV. The one on the backside of Prescott. Oh, that's Granite Mountain. No, 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 on the other side. Then I don't know the name of it.
1: I'm out Walker
0: sorry. Road. Walker Road goes the other way towards Phoenix. Oh, 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 oh! oh. I don't remember what the name, I of don't it know is the name of it. But you drive up there, and it's just gorgeous. It, it is gorgeous and peaceful. It's. I have a friend who has a cabin up there. There's actually, up, there's actually, up, um, up um, Walker, There's actually some science to that. It's really nice to the peacefulness of forests. Why? Um, so there's this thing where, uh, dang, we freeze again. No, I'm just looking at the temperature. It's like 190 degrees. Yeah, we gotta get a new computer. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's this thing where this guy did some experimenting with um, electrical charges, and he would he would measure the charge of an area, and so he he did it out in the desert. And uh you know it was a very negative uh, a negative charge I think on the negative side of the magnetic you know electrical side. and then when he was uh, I actually I don't remember what the charge was if it was negative or positive, but then he went into a wooded area, yeah, and it was the opposite, really and what what started his investigation was he was trying to figure out how there are creeks on the top of a mountain. How does the water get up there? Huh. How is the water drawn from the aquifer, or wherever it's from, However, up to the top down. of the mountain to then create this creek that goes down? If there's no ice, if there's no snow, right? It's just this creek that comes out of this, you know, rock. This rock, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like this doesn't make any sense. Well, if you know anything about water, water has a charge to it, right? And so what his theory is is that the water is actually ma- is actually electrically magnetically drawn. That's awesome up through the ground because of the forest cover, because of the canopy of the forest. It draws the water out. Wow. That's Um, really cool. And so he did... Part of his experiment was he built an artificial forest in a little area of the desert and actually was able to change the charge. And get water? And draw water up out of the ground. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty legit. So that's really cool um so yeah so there is actually science to that where the you know the cool breeze that blows through it's like you know because because here in Arizona we get or in Prescott we get up to 90 degrees sometimes 100 degrees yeah and you walk into the forest and, and you walk into the forest and it's like yeah cooler. it's yeah it's still or 80 tanked. 90 it's still 80 90 degrees but there's that breeze and it's just peaceful it's yeah. like you've stepped into another place. Yep. Have, you ever, have you ever gone up to Mingus and camped on Mingus? I've yeah. camped on Mingus a couple That's of times. That's the mountain I was thinking of Mingus. And, name. oh my gosh, we, we camped up way at the top. Did you? Yeah, for uh, for a night. Yeah. And the place we camped at, there's a little trail that you go down to, and there's like a, um, a prairie up there, you know, with like waist-high, shoulder-high grass. Oh. It was so peaceful. It was just like you know we were up there with uh, the puppet team from the yeah, church. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, and we we played hide and seek. It was like the middle of the night. The moon was out. You could see everything. We yeah. had we had laser pointers and we played hide and seek. It was great fun. That great fun. amazingly fun. Um, you know, and did campfire stuff like hot dogs and and whatnot. Indeed. You know, so but it was just uh, you know that I will say I'm not a big fan of camping. Because I, I love candy. because of the uncomfortableness of it. True. Um, because I'm True. a big guy and it's difficult to get comfortable, comfortable on rocks. On rocks, <laughs> I, you know. I think if I brought like an air mattress or something like that, you'd be alright. If all right. I found, you know, let me You're let me, have to let find me qualify. The right air mattress. If I find the right air mattress, I think I would be okay with it. I think it would be good. Because um, I've had like Joey's air mattress is the worst. I cannot sleep on that stupid thing. The one down his house. Yeah, the one that's all. It's got all the ribblies on it. Oh, yeah. I uh, yeah. hate that. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think if I got a good air mattress, I think I'd be comfortable sleeping. But but besides that, I mean, it, it's – we the, the Actually, the second year that I went camping with them before I had to go on and do some other stuff, and I wasn't part of the group anymore, um, we camped right near Lynx Lake, actually. And it was really cool because it was a little bit later in the year, and so it was really cold outside. But there was like four or five of us in the tent. Right. And I went out of the tent to go to the bathroom, and when I came back into the tent, it was like walking inside the house, you know where it's like nice and warm in there, and I you know cuddled back under my blankets and actually fell asleep for a little while and it was actually I was actually fairly comfortable back in the in the warm tent nice um we had you know of course we had good times, but um that was though I do have fond memories of camping, I just don't like the sleeping aspect of it, you know, yeah, so um, but yeah, one of the things about sleeping, about camping in the forest, is the forest part of it. Well, because it's it is the forest, the feel of the forest. Yeah, it's just it's calm and peaceful, and you can always tell when something's up when the forest goes quiet. Yep, which I've had that happen. It's I have actually been out in the forest. We were we were playing airsoft out in the forest, and uh, during our mons, the beginning of the monsoon season. Gotcha, and. There is nothing like lightning strikes in the forest. While you're in the forest. It was, so we're playing, it's like 2 or 3 in the afternoon, which is, if you know anything about Arizona monsoons, Prescott area monsoons, it's 3 o'clock. 2, 3 o'clock, they start, if, if it's a good monsoon year, it's like clockwork. If it's a good monsoon year, it starts at 1 o'clock. And rains till like 8 well, I mean, like a, I mean, not a good, like an average monsoon year. It'll start at two, 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 two and it'll be three. end. It'll end by seven, and it'll be clear. Yep. And you, you could literally set your clock. You know, if if you still have a clock that you set that, to it, by that change, but you could yeah. set it to that change. Yep. Um, and so we were it, we were out in the woods playing, having a good time, and all of a sudden it was just like really quiet, and then a few raindrops, and then. Literally, like the lightning struck right next to you, flash, boom. That's so awesome. And it, you could hear it; it just echoed because the you know it's trees, so you have all these these you know this wood everywhere, yeah. And wood reverberates, especially low end sounds. And it was just like this woo, 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 woo out from the lightning strike, and then it happened again. It was like all right, time to go. You know, one of those That's things. That's awesome. So that was um, awesome. That was also the day that I set my most food ever eaten record at Costco. Oh, wow. I had three pizzas. You ate three Costco pizzas? Yep. By yourself? By myself. Like a crazy fool. Wow. Yep. I don't know that I can actually say that I've done anything like that. It's actually the only thing I can say that I've done like that. That and eating 50-something donuts at conference, but that was a long time ago. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Hey. It's a lot of donuts. This takes a lot of work, man. Yeah. It ain't for the faint of heart. It also takes a lot of work to get rid of. That's I the know. Hard Seriously. Part. That is the worst part. Now I'm like, I had one donut and I gained 10 pounds. Seriously. I had that one donut the other day and it was like, what have I done? Why what? Why do I hate me? What have I did? What have I did? What have I... Anyway. So... Uh, where, where are we at? We're, we're pretty much there. Oh, good. Because... I'm falling asleep. I can see that. That's ridiculous. Well, this was uh, this was a good little podcast. Yeah. I wish you guys could have heard the first part. Yeah, it was um, really good. You just have to take our word for it. It was, it was great. You'd, you'd have to ciao. be there. It was a, it was a location thing. <laughs> yeah, and and unfortunately, unfortunately, we don't actually have it unless yeah, I can, just no unless I can dig through the computer and find the file. Maybe uh, maybe on the temp, and then we can have that lost half an episode. But. We could stick it with our other lost episode. Yeah, right. No, that other lost episode that, is just going to get deleted. That episode is going to stay lost. We could just delete it. Well, we might make that one a paid episode. There you go. That if you subscribe and you are specific. I you guess will get that's a true. There, yeah, no, no. Actually, I no. think we're just going to delete it. No, that's going to go away. It was just a... If you a, know us personally, you can ask what the episode was about, and I will tell you. And then you'll know why and we're then getting you'll be like, rid oh, of oh, it. Oh, that's why you deleted the episode. So, anyway, so, uh, this is Pod Bros, a production. Sound Bros Productions. Productions. Um, I, I just want to say, I really appreciate everybody that listens and follows. And yeah, and for sure. Support, or, you know, just supports us in the in the subscribing. And and, and, and thanks downloaded. for continuing to listen to us, even Indeed. after our week of Indeed. hiatus. A week of hiatus, which actually will not happen again. Hopefully. Um, no, it, it won't. Because I'm I'll do will I'll do it. And will I'll you? have people helping me. Will you? I might just do it myself. Will you? Will you? I actually do have a lost me talking in Starbucks episode then. Do you? On the headset on the computer. Oh, cool. It's in there. maybe we can play clips of it. Actually if we got a couple another one of these headsets, we could do the podcast anywhere. We could. Because these pick up pretty good and they we sound can. really good. We did. All right. Anyway, um, uh, thank we, you to all of you who are listening. Yeah, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. Um, Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, Tunes. Um, go Sportsball.
1: Google Fi. Uh, we hope. Spotted Tube.
0: We hope that you. Um... Oh, side note. Facebean. Bean. Uh, Pod Bros. Pod Book. I am going to be a guest host. Bookface. On a podcast called The Listeners, Mm. um, where we actually listen to a podcast. Like The Watchers. Yeah. So there's there's four of us in a panel, I believe. Um, We all listen to a different podcast. And then we talk about it for about fifteen minutes cool. about what's you know, and so it's going to be airing on the twenty fifth of this month. Oh, um, I don't know if it's I think it's going to actually be a live show. Oh so. my! So I'll be in the studio with my uh, with hey, the, with my buddy that does the listeners, which will be really we have cool. a minute left. What are we doing on Saturday? Um, we are going to the Awaken twenty twenty, and who's going to be there in Phoenix? And the rumor is that the Kanye West himself will be there. I'm super excited. Me too. Um, I uh, had a co- we had a conversation with a guy today over. He doesn't think the cut US is different, and this is just a uh, media ploy. Um, and to which I said, "Great, that's a bummer for him." <laughs> and so. and I I thought this. I didn't say it at the time, but I thought this. Yeah, maybe if maybe it was, but uh, I served a pretty awesome guy, and uh, yeah, you can't. You can't do what he's doing and not be affected by it. Exactly, because if you are, if you do what he's doing and then you go back to what you're doing before, oh, it's going to be horribly. There bad. is uh, punishment. P- punishment. And it, actually, we've seen it happen before. We have. Where guys, we have, They indeed. go back, and it's just like it's just not the same. Yep. So. So anyway, anyway, hope you learned something today, uh, because if you're not learning, you're, you're dying. dying. So, so. Stay alive. Stay alive. And happy Milk Day. Oh, that's coming. Oh, that's right. Early. Happy Milk Day. Early.